Are you interested in making your own podcast? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's free. They have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will then distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and many more. You guys can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And in fact, I'm using Anchor and I love it. If you're interested, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, everybody. This is Heidi St. John. Welcome to the Heidi St. John slash busy mom slash I'm hanging out with Dorinda podcast. I'm glad that you're here today. <laughs> Dorinda uh, is, has, as many of you know her, I've met her on the road with me. She coordinates all of my women's events and I have uh, begged and borrowed and bamboozled my way into getting her on the podcast for the last couple of episodes. <laughs> and she's back here again. Oh. So, hey, Dorinda, I'm glad you're here. It's always fun. I love doing this. For those of you who don't know, um, it would have been appropriate for me to do this a while ago, but Dorinda is the author of The Unhurried Homeschooler. Uh, I'll link <laughs> back to that. Uh, I'll link back to that in the show notes today. She has a great book. Dorinda has um, eight children, and I have seven, and we have, uh, we've homeschooled all of them, and she has got some great, great wisdom for you. And so if you're interested in following Dorinda online or just reading some more of her uh, wisdom, she also has a blog that she's not terribly active on because I take up too much of her time. Uh, but she's written a great book uh, called The Unhurried Homeschooler. So for those of you who have not heard of Dorinda, and especially those of you who are homeschooling, uh, check that out. It'd make a great gift. It's not too expensive. It's a mercifully short book, she calls it, <laughs> uh, on homeschooling. And I think uh, you're really going to be blessed. So I'm glad that you're back, Dorinda. Thanks for coming today. Thanks for having me. This is always so much fun. It is fun. Well, I think part of it is fun. I think what makes it fun is that we have um, so much shared angst between us. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've had many a phone call, haven't we? <laughs> we have so so much shared angst. All this, you know, uh, I told my mom the other day uh, that I said, I, you know, I actually think, because my mom has seven children too, and so it was okay to say this. You can only say this to somebody who gets it, and you get it. <laughs> and I told my mom the other day, I was like, mom, I actually think that um, having seven children is going to actually kill me. I think it might physically kill me. And my mom just started laughing. I said, yeah, so my my tombstone is going to say, you know, Heidi St. John, she died from motherhood. <laughs> it, actually, it actually killed her. And my mom, you know, laughed because... I, I didn't have to worry about offending her. She gets it. She knows that I don't mean that I that I don't love my kids and that I wouldn't trade them for the world. She just knows that there are some days when I maybe I would, would trade them. <laughs> There's an occasional moment here and there. Yeah. There's an occasional moment of just like, what the heck did I get myself into? But then uh, <laughs> but then it passes and and you survive and you end up, you know, making uh, making Christmas cookies and getting on with it. And I think the holidays can be really stressful. I mean, we see, you know, all the movies and the holidays are supposed to be fun. And uh, I don't know how your holiday decorating so far has gone, Dorinda, but you know that the mice ate most of mine. So I'm having a minimalist Christmas. Uh, this year. Right. Well, mine's gone very, very well by comparison. <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, you're having more of a minimalist Christmas because you've moved like a million times in the last right two years. Right. So, so you're filtered all the stuff, the unnecessary, and we're down to kind of the the basics. Uh, so, but there's a lot of stuff I didn't put out because I I just thought you know I I just really don't want to fill the house. Yeah. Um. I just am kind of doing the minimalist thing. Kind so. of doing the minimalist. It's like a minimalist uh, Christmas, and sometimes we do it because of the budget and sometimes we do it because of the mice and sometimes right. we do it because we've just had a baby oh a moment of silence for everyone who's had a baby at the holidays whoa yeah whoa. you know i you've had a couple i've had a couple in yeah. december yeah yeah, I really, uh, and you know, everyone's like, oh, won't that be sweet? It's so magical to have a baby at Christmas, right? Because you wake up in the middle of the <laughs> night and you're engorged and your baby's screaming at you and you've got people coming over for dinner. It's so magical. So I just think, well, I've had more fun with one-year-olds at Christmas than I had right. with, with brand new babies, mostly just because I didn't, I didn't feel good. And I was uh, talking to you a while ago about just, you know, sifting through my ornaments that um, that the mice destroyed this year and had felt really melancholy about it. And I was able to save uh, a few things. One of them, my grandma loved to sew and she didn't have very much money. My, um, my grandma on my dad's side, I remember her uh, really fondly, but a lot of my memories were of how frugal she was. She took us, she gave me my love for thrift store shopping. I am a garage seller and a thrift store shopper. I still am like I, you know, if someday the Lord ever blesses me with a million dollars, I will still probably be <laughs> shopping at consignment right, stores. Right, it, there's a challenge to it. It's really, it's really quite, uh, quite an adventure. Just and it's looking. just fun. It's, it's fun. It's a treasure hunt. It's a treasure yeah. hunt. Well, you know, uh, I took you to my favorite, uh, my favorite consignment store in Battleground. You met my friend Brooke. Hey, Brooke! Shout out to you, girl. She's busy right now. Hey, Brooke! Yes, I bought a really <laughs> cute coat from her. You did, and I've I've been dropping off like bagfuls of stuff. She's like, "Girl, what are you doing?" I said, "I'm cleaning out my closet," and she was like, "Well, stop bringing stuff into my store." <laughs> <laughs> okay. But I think that, you know, my grandma, when she was, uh, when she was teaching me, I mean, she really was teaching me respect at an early age for, um, just for the simplicity of the mm -hmm. season of Christmas. And I remembered sitting on her, her lap and she would get, she would go to thrift stores and she would get shirts that she liked the, um, the fabric and she would wash the fabric and then she would make Christmas ornaments out of the fabric. And the woman had way too much time on her hands because she made, I'm not even exaggerating and I know I'm prone to it. She probably made hundreds of those, uh, in, wow. in my childhood. And I would sit, I sat on her lap one time and she was trying to teach me a slip stitch. Now, if you know me, you know that she failed. <laughs> But that didn't go well. <laughs> because, I, because I can't sew to save my life. <laughs> but she was trying to teach either, me. Heidi, so oh, I feel so you know, much better. A moment of silence for those of us who are sewing challenged. <laughs> exactly. Oh. I can't sew. But she was teaching me. She would, she, would, she, she would cut these little circles out and sometimes little shape like stockings or angels. And then she'd stuff them with batting. And then she'd sew them around the edges. And she used a slip stitch. And she was trying to show me how to do it. And then she would crochet a little border around. And I saved one. I, had, I think I had maybe 15 when I got married. And now I'm down to one. And I was, I was thinking, I was telling my husband uh, that I, the thing I remember the most, because she didn't have money, all of our gifts from her came from thrift stores. And we never knew mm -hmm. what we were going to get. And we loved it. And I think uh, she said to me one day that making memories was better than spending money. And it mm -hmm. just has really stayed with me because I think in the culture right now, we have been made to believe that 
Christmas is all about the money and the pressure that it puts on parents is enormous. And, uh, and I'm thinking, man, does it, at the end of the day, I think our kids really care more about, did we sit down and play a board game with them? Which honestly, frankly, is just as hard for me. That might as well be a Christmas present, you know? That's a, that's a form of torture for me. <laughs> it's I'm a sorry. form of torture. <laughs> like, really? Do we have to play sorry again? <laughs> sorry is... <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> sorry is one of the few games I actually like to play because even I can understand it. I don't have to, <laughs> I don't have to you know, put much energy into figuring it out. But the kids love it. They love it right. when we'll when we sit right. down with them and we we play a board game and I think about my grandma sometimes because she because she didn't have um, a lot of material things the things I remember she's the one who taught me how to make fudge she you know she mm-hmm. was busy with her hands and I think parents who are listening to this and they're feeling like man the economy took a turn or you lost your job or you just it's not in your budget I guess I want to say your kids really don't care they really they don't really don't. They really don't. I remember uh, there came a time when I, I felt like all the expectations had amped up, like every year went up a notch. That was the 80s, Dorinda. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought, I thought to myself, okay, wait a minute. I, I'm putting all this pressure on myself. I'm going to ask the kids what's important to them. So I had each of them say, you know, what, what is it that we do at Christmas or what is it about Christmas that's important to you? It was amazing how simple it was. It was amazing. There are just certain simple things that we did that they loved. And, you know, when we have material possessions and they require upkeep and attention, but memories are maintenance-free. Man, that's true. And that's the cool thing about you make memories. Nobody can take that away from you. The mice can't eat your memory. Hey, man, that's, you know what? I'm going to tell my kids, I just talked to Aunt Dorinda and she said, the mice can't eat our memories. And so that's all you're going to get for Christmas this year. (laughs) You're welcome. You're welcome. (laughs) This will be what you get for Christmas this year. I think we, you know, we can take it, we can take a cue from the Magi and just get our kids three gifts. Jay and I try to do that. Um, we've tried to do that for years. It's it gets more complicated as grandchildren uh, come into the mix, yeah. and certainly, uh, we're not doing a family gift exchange. We've actually gone to family gifts, um, whether it's you know mm-hmm. a bowl like a, a new type of bowl that's filled with popcorn or just something that the whole family can actually appreciate, and just right, keeping things right. simple. You know, uh, doing mm-hmm. family. Our our family loves to sit down and watch movies, so like just family movie nights and. Uh, you know, the back to those old uh, coupons that we used to give, you know, uh, to each other. Right, right. Exactly. For like a back massage or a foot rub or whatever. I and never say no to a back massage. The kids ever. Will do something without complaining. That would be great. Hey, <laughs> you get, those would be the gifts that those would be the, the things that they'll grow up and they'll remember when it was Christmas and my mom made me give her a coupon that said she I wouldn't complain for in 2017. <laughs> It's the gift that keeps on giving. It's the gift that keeps on giving. There is a website. I heard about this and I actually haven't gone there. I probably should because I hope it's not like a bad site. But I heard there's a website called Buy Nothing Christmas. Have you heard of it? Oh, cool. No, that sounds great. I know. Buy, it's called Buy Nothing Christmas. And it basically just shows you how to make things. And um, uh, like one of them said that you can give seeds and explain how to grow them. A couple of, uh, Jay, was it like, I'm looking at Jay across the table. I One year, I think it's been 15 years ago, I made salsa for everybody in the family. And I gave them my salsa recipe, which mm-hmm. as you know, yeah. is right. like my oh, thing. You make great salsa. <laughs> but now it's online and no one cares. 
anymore. Right. Well, the thing is that, you know, if you think about something that you do that's unique, I mean, we're all good at something. Now, I think at crafts, I think at sewing. You are really good at butternut squash bisque. Well, thank you. You are really good at women. I would like that from you for Christmas. (laughs) Okay. Next time I come, I'll make that. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, and we've also talked about before, um, I remember you and I, we, we both, uh, both of our families share this tradition of getting in the car and going and looking at Christmas lights. Yes, we do that too. Yeah. Put, yeah. You know, put their jammies on, give them hot chocolate um, in a sippy cup, something like that. I know. I was just saying, there was the year that we gave our kids hot chocolate and one of them threw it up. That wasn't fun. <laughs> well, that was fun. That was memorable. I know, right? But look at the memory that we made and the mice cannot take it away. <laughs> I still. <laughs> we wish they could. We wish they, they could, but they can't. <laughs> <laughs> I had another kind of a, a kind of what I thought was a fun idea. Um, I was thinking about recording, um, reading some children's books for my yes. grand for my grandson. And uh, I love to read, and I've always read. You know, I, that's kind of my love language is books. I love to write books, obviously, and I love to read them. And I thought that would be a really sweet thing to do. I would give almost anything to have my grandmother's voice on tape. Uh, it's so true. My parents did that one year. Uh, well, my mom it. did. I don't think my dad did, but my mom, she picked a book for each grandchild and oh. then she read the book. And this was back when they had cassettes and she read the book on, on the cassette and gave that with the book to each of the kids. And they each had their own book with their own tape. That is a great idea. I love it was that. really cool. Well, and I'm thinking, you know, as we, we think about Christmas and what it really is for we're supposed to be celebrating the birth of Christ and somehow it has turned into this, you know, all about gift giving, which I understand the wise men and the gifts and the magi and all of that. But I really do think it's become over commercialized. And we've been saying this for years. I mean, Jay and I have been sort of purposely paring down what we do for Christmas, I think sort of in anticipation of our family growing exponentially as people get married and have grandkids and all those things. But it's become more meaningful, the less money we spend, and that's the truth. And I don't—I haven't done a black sh- Black Friday shopping for a long time, uh, and you know, just well, partly because you can find so many great deals online now. Um, but mm-hmm. I've realized that the things that my kids talk about—it's never the presents that they got. It's the—it's yeah. going. If you live in Portland, oh my goodness, you know, you got to go to Peacock Lane. You know, it's those kinds of things. It's it's looking at Christmas lights. It's you know making uh, Christmas cookies together. It's the it's that investment of time in your children uh, that really mm-hmm. matters. You know, what I'm thinking about Dorinda, and I haven't really even talked about this with Jay yet. I, I probably should, but I was thinking, I wondered about not doing my annual Christmas letter, which this year would be my 28th, I guess, Christmas letter. Um, Mm -hmm. it's, but then I thought, well, I'd be sad to not have a record of it. And so then I thought, well, maybe I'll just make the Christmas letter and give it to my kids. (laughs) Like, this is what we did this year. It's stressful. It is like the the Christmas letter and all the things that we're already doing. And you know what, you guys, you don't have to do it. People understand. And, uh, you know, focus on what really matters. That's right. And I think, I think you're right. As, As your family begins to expand with the, you know, grandkids and, son-in-laws and daughter-in-laws, you do have to sort of reinvent Christmas and just say, okay, what, and you, but the good thing about that is, is we have years to look back on where we can kind of glean from it. What were the meaningful things? What were the things that really stand out in our mind that we would like to make sure that we keep doing? Yes. And then, you know, let the things that stress us out fall 
fall to the wayside, you know, and if nobody wants a stressed out mother or a stressed out Nana or right. stressed out Nancy. No, right? that's right. That's right. Have yourself a stressed out little Christmas. Like no one ever sings that. <laughs> right, right. I remember when um, our, our second uh, daughter, Jenna, was little, she used to refer to the holidays as the holler days. <laughs> It's totally right. It's totally right. Uh, Yeah, so that made me stop and think, wait a minute here, maybe we need to do things a little differently. Oh, my word. That's totally funny. Okay, that's right. It is kind of the holidays. I was hollering last night because I was just like, why isn't anyone helping me? We said we were going to decorate, and I'm the one who's doing it, and everybody else is sitting around on their iPads, and I'm the one who's up to my eyeballs and, you know, things that don't smell like mouse pee. It was just, Yeah. These are the these are the things that that memories are made of. Hey everybody, we uh, I'm going to wrap this one up today. But I I was thinking as Dorinda and I were talking about books, um, one of the things that is one of the perks of being an author is that every once in a while uh, publishers will send me books to look at. And Zondervan sent me an entire box of their new Christmas books. And I am I mean Dorinda knows this about me, but I'm a book junkie. And mm-hmm. this is one of my favorite ones. It's so everybody knows the story Goodnight Moon, right? Um, this one is called Goodnight Manger. And it is oh. it's like it's like a beautifully done board book, but it starts out by saying stars are twinkling, babies fed. Mama says, It's time for bed. Hug him, squeeze him, hold him tight, dim the lantern, say goodnight. And you can see her putting uh, baby Jesus into his manger. It is just beautiful. Oh. So uh, I will link back to that today. That is one thing that we have done every year for many years is we get I get a different Christmas story. And we have a whole library of Christmas books that I set out at Christmas time. And uh, mm-hmm. and just take time and uh, and read with your kids. So I'll, I'll link back. It's probably on Amazon. But th- this book is called uh, Goodnight Manger. And there's a whole bunch of great, um, wonderful stories that you can get from the library for your kids. But I think the main thing, right, Dorinda, is just enjoy your family. Uh, they're not, right. they're not, they're not That's little right. forever. Uh, That's and, right. Uh, and you know, I, one thing that I like to do too is just, you know, just pause and ask the Lord what he has for you for this Christmas, mm-hmm. because every Christmas looks a little bit different because different circumstances, different seasons of life, and that's okay. And I think sometimes we just need to pray for a heart that's willing to just receive whatever he has for us mm-hmm. that particular year. Oh, it's so good. It's so right. Hey, everybody, we appreciate you uh, listening. If you've got some show ideas, you've got a question, uh, feel free to email podcast at the busy mom and somebody uh, will get back to you. And in the meantime, we just are praying that you have a blessed and not a stressed holiday. I think that's that's the main thing. It's just focusing on Jesus and on the love that he has given each of us by sending Jesus. That's what this is all about. So keep your eyes on on the prize. And the prize is uh, worshiping the Lord this season. That's what really matters. Dorinda, thank you so much for coming back. We're going to do this again. We need to because it's way too much fun. Absolutely. It is. For those of you who didn't hear me speak in Indianapolis, my last two events in Tampa and Indianapolis, we have a whole new line of jewelry out. Uh, and they would make great Christmas gifts. Um, and they are centered around the theme for 2017, which I'll be speaking on, which is Redeemed. And of course, uh, fearless. So go check those out. We have an heirloom line of jewelry, which Dorinda's husband Daryl has uh, designed, and they are solid sterling silver. They make a great gift. 
And then we have a more of a, a less expensive line, which is a lot of fun. And they all have mm -hmm. uh, the Heidi St. John logo on them. Finally. Yay. And, yes, um, and I will be using those for gifts myself because they're just, they're so much fun. They're beautiful. And they all have scripture on the back of them. So the idea is that those pendants will remind uh, the women who are wearing them who God says they are. So mm -hmm. check it out. Mm -hmm. Make a great, uh, a great Christmas gift. And uh, Dorinda? I will see you. Well, I'm going to see you pretty soon because you're going to be at my house. You are. Yes, I am. Right? In just a and couple days. And i for you. Yeah, th thank you. See, my Christmas has been made. <laughs> now I'm going to have to think something for you. And the mice can't take it away. I know, right? <laughs> this will be my hashtag. And the mice can't take it away. <laughs> That'll be my new thing. All right, you guys. You got any questions? Let us know. Thanks for listening. We appreciate your reviews on iTunes. We'll see you back here next time. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.